0: multi-team, or even whole organisational agility, business agility, whatever it is you would like to label it as, has never been easy. And there has been a huge number of frameworks over the years that have come and gone. Some have stood the test of time, others haven't. But all of them, well, I say all of them, most of them have had pretty good strong values at their core. This podcast exists to help you to help you get to grips with how to scale or even just how to be a better agilist and agile leader yourself. To accelerate your performance here at Less Matters, we are going to be having lots of chats with people that maybe have never even heard of Less before, but have brilliant, informative, valuable things to share with all of us So here we go. Without any further ado, let's get on to this week's Less Natter. Hello and welcome to yet another awesome episode of the Less Matters podcast. We are joined once again by Jack, Jack Hughes. After our last conversation, it left me with a lot of things that I would love to talk to Jack about, but all of those things I'm going to Put to one side until the next time we speak, because Jack, I know that you have a question around, or, or it's a topic I want to raise around scaling.
1: Yeah, so it's current, and it's an actual real situation. I can't give all of the details away, obviously, but I have always approached the scaling element of things a bit like a pick and mix, rightly or wrongly. Um, You can at me if you want. <laughs> in terms of, and I'll use safe and less as the two main examples. So, do I think that getting people in a room for two days is a good idea? Yeah, PI planning I think can be, or something to that effect, can be can be good. Do I think that Sprint planning one and two have a place? Yeah. Can we combine them? Yeah, why not? So, I've always gone with the approach of you, you, a set of ideas and. Mix them together if, if, if needed. The question I have is, were, and you might be able to answer it more from a less point of view, were these scaling models designed for cross-company collaboration? So example, where I am at the moment, there are five major players aiming towards the same thing. But, but they're all measured on different things. They've all got their own internal politics. The product is conceptual at best at the moment. And they're trying to use things like safe, scrum at scale early on. And I, my belief is that scaling was designed for a an organization who is trying to scale their, their product or service. I'm not sure how it how they play nicely together across major organisations trying to do the same thing. And that's just me being open. Okay. I haven't got an answer to that. So I wondered your yeah. thoughts on it.
0: The cross-organisational collaboration. Are these totally independent organisations? Yeah. Who, and they're working together to achieve a
1: singular thing? With additional things added on. Okay. I'm being elusive for those who are listening because it's in the um, the security clearance and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. building a yeah. thing which is going to have other things across a lot of organizations.
0: Okay. Okay. So almost like building a collect- – collectively creating a platform on which others can do their own thing. Let's go with that. Yeah, okay. Right, I'll stop asking questions. Now, from a less point of view, it would class this as a problem. Like, I mean, even when you look at the less literature, it is it classes it as a problem because less is created. Well, first of all, less is incomplete, right? So yeah, you're yeah. Woolworths idea, right, about pick and mix. Absolutely, that's what less is designed for. I just don't think people know that a lot of the time that less is incomplete you will have to add bits and less gives you lots of lots of ideas and guidance around the type of stuff that you could add and where it will fall down is around the idea that you have multiple organizations all contributing towards the same thing because let's say if it's one organization and we've got multiple departments and they're all trying to achieve the same product then from that perspective, we would say, or the same outcome, even if they each see it as different products, we would say, from a less perspective, actually, there is one product. You're going to be selling one thing. There is one. There's one collection of customers. You're offering this thing to. You're all doing parts of it, but none of you can sell what you have independently. Like it has to all come together for it to be a value to your the, the breadth of your customer base. So, then in that perspective, we would say, right, it's one product. So, unless we would begin to say, well what is the appetite for using less? And if the appetite is there because they believe that the, the goals of, you know, insane levels of quick adaptation mm. right, and, and a huge focus on learning, are they're willing to cope with that and they restructure the organization bit by bit and they get these all these departments, in fact, they, they dissolve a little bit and you get teams working on whole features or areas of features rather than just bits of it. Yeah. But then when it's cross-organization, it gets less wouldn't have any guidance on that because each organization has ultimate their own culture and their own objectives,
1: yeah, I think i so my gut says I've been you know sending the correct message, whether it's the the message that people want to hear is a is a different thing, and I don't know if this whole the safe bashing thing is not for me, right, but I just don't think that it safe answers that question either no because because you're trying to overlay one scaling thing across like you said different cultures and trying to bring them together so I don't think there is a I don't think there is an answer apart from pick what's right and experiment across the organisations I mean you could totally say right how do we carve out the people from each organisation and make a temporary entity that would solve a lot of the problems Um, yeah I think That's all I can say on that. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, if you were
0: to get sufficient senior behavioral buy-in to say, right, this is the value stream, right? We haven't got individual value. In In this particular instance, we haven't got individual value streams at the macro level. There is one value stream and that's getting this thing out there. And if we can look at that and say, we're not going to create a temporary entity and we're not going to give up our culture and we don't want to give up our people, the organisations state as they are, but we can see that we have to work together, then it's a case of saying, well, there are silos. And so it's how do we interface between the silos to achieve this one shared common purpose? And what can we measure to assess the, the performance of that value stream? And what that might mean is that one part of that collective might have to give something up in order to get something out, but yeah and it, 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 it makes me think of I was just editing the uh an interview with a guy called dinesh Sharma, and he was talking about how less helped and helped him when he was working with third party vendors because he was able to get the third party vendors engaged in what they were doing and less forced the alignment to focus on that one single meaningful purpose and that meant that people could forget the stuff they had before and say right now yes i know i'm an employee of you know large uh india-based consultancy x y and z right now i am all for this product and he did an amazing job He did a phenomenal job because he made them feel like their goal was to achieve the purpose, not to appease their organization. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that Les gives you that I don't think Safe does because Safe kind of condones this narrow value. I'm doing the sake kind of rabbit ears now, this narrow value stream view and also over empowers the teams often where you've got people with they've got too much empowerment from a product product ownership perspective like Q Moore, Saki Bunny is because they can set the little directions any way they want but then you lose a huge amount of alignment when you've got teams who you are saying okay order it the way you want without that when the integration of all those pieces is so delayed
1: yeah yeah and this thing we're working on I say we there's hundreds of people probably yeah it's never been done before to people. As I I get that the people want a bit of comfort, and some of these frameworks, any of them, from the smallest to the biggest, provide that. Yeah. But when you're treading new ground, you have to be open to, you know, these things not working and and trying something new. I suppose. But I just wanted to yeah. hear, hear your thoughts on it, and gives me it reminds some, me a little bit some comfort. Of the
0: um, open banking APIs. Have you ever heard of what happened with those? It was as a result of the financial crash. They said they they wanted banks to make it. I think it was as a consequence of that or some other regulation. I can't remember. But all the banks in the UK and potentially Europe had to make their services available via an API. Okay, yeah. So computers could talk to computers. What was fascinating, though, was that the way that the... I'm sure... Who was it? Was it the FCA where well, the Bank of England, FCA probably approached it, was they said, right, everyone, you here are specs for your APIs, and when you're ready, you send them, you commit them to this place, effectively, or send them to this place, and we will run this set of tests against your APIs. And they're running the same automated tests against everyone's APIs. And they set deadlines for when you had to have your APIs submitted. Mm-hmm. So what you ended up with was a huge amount of stand, uh, standardization and convergence by saying, actually, you know, these, are the long, these are the automated tests that need to pass. We don't care how you do it, but this needs to work. And they can control it all. So if you've got all these different people all contributing, yeah, where is that? Is there an overlay, uh, something which you can run, which says, yes, it is now all currently coming together? Because that's the big problem when you have these different areas. There's always that delayed integration. Less less will try and force you to integrate every five or ten minutes because it will ask you to work from trunk, and it will ask you to use TDD. Worst, unless you'd hope that you're integrating everything every sprint. Whereas safe, it's every every increment, potentially, is when it all finally comes together, and it often causes anguish because of that delayed
1: integration. So I think if you're in that situation, then don't delay it. I should also sprinkle on the fact that this is a hardware-based thing as well. <laughs> Even better, mate. Even yeah, better. So, it'd be boring if it was easy, though, right? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was talking to a guy
0: called Wolfgang Stefans at my uh, talking at my community this week. He was talking about hardware and less, and he's got a lot of experience in it. He was saying that you know, less is great for software. It can be great for hardware, but don't think for a second you're not going to get away with having some kind of program-level coordination and synchronization over all of the different moving parts. And that's where he's been successful, was having that higher-level program view, which enabled you to kind of coordinate and synchronize all these different pieces, because hardware is a much longer cycle.
1: Oh, yeah, this is mental. But, um, yeah, my gut (laughs) tells me we're doing the right thing. Time will tell. It'd be a good case study either way.
0: Yeah, one day. Will
1: you ever be able to talk about it? Yeah, one day. Day. One day we're old and grey. Yeah, well, I'm good. We're both getting there already. I think looking at our beards. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: hey,
1: I'm uh, Someone accused me of dyeing my hair.
0: Say, so accused "Are you dyeing your hair?" They said, "Are you uh, using just for Ben?"
1: I like that. Luckily, I've never uh, been accused of that because uh, no one would want to dye their hair ginger. So
0: <laughs> some people would. I'm more concerned with uh, receding hairline than grey hairs. To be fair, yeah, I know.
1: So anyway, this is turning into a this is turning into a man baggage episode, isn't it? This is oh, this is what people want to hear, though,
0: Jack. This is why people this is why people tune in, right? Because they want to hear about middle-aged woes. Well, I'm, I'm like only
1: thirty-two. That. Don't put me in that category yet. Ah, oh. years on me there.
0: <laughs> but you look so much older, Jack.
1: Yeah, I know. It's a paper <laughs> round with square wheels.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't talk. I'm over forty now. I'm officially old. Alright Jack. Well mate, thank you for that scaling topic. It's funny, I would love to learn
1: more about safe.
0: Maybe I'll go on a course
1: one day. I've never done a safe course. No. No. Yeah, no I should go. Just haven't. Just haven't.
0: Let's go on one together. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, thank you very much for your time, mate. Um yeah. we'll get you back on for another for another conversation then very soon. I'd probably, probably be wearing the
1: same T-shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. We are. I mean, that's you know, we, I wash my clothes very frequently. so uh, It's uh, the, you the know. magic,
1: isn't it? It's the magic of uh, video
0: editing. <laughs> Jack, thank you, mate. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you soon. Take care. What a brilliant conversation. Do you know what? I really enjoy talking to people, as you can probably tell. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to it too. Now, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, give us your feedback. The more attention that we get, the easier it makes it for me to free up the time to record these podcasts and edit them, to add videos onto the YouTube channel for Less Matters community. So please do give us your feedback. Share it, like it, love it. Give us your suggestions. My name is Ben Maynard. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Less Matters podcast. Until next time, stay safe and we'll see you then.